One, two, one, two. Test, test. One, two, one, two. They say they feel it, but they never feel it. On this grind, stacking money till it hit the ceiling. Don't group me with no niggas that ain't thinking billion. See, I'm focused on this dream, trying to make it realer. Look, who shit popping, niggas stopping. Wealth is in the mind, trying to get it to the pocket. Yo, what's good? Yeah. Today is a special late night edition. Uh, even though you can hear it anytime, uh, because we have a special guest. Special guest in the yeah, day. We held the episode just for this guy. Just we for just him. This Fuck you Southwest for it, delaying his flight. Fuck New York for having Whoa. shit weather. You Man. take that back. All right. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> you take that all the way back. All right, I take it back. All right. Uh, I'm Jimmy. Uh, Brian. And our special guest here is Brian's brother, a.k.a. Kevin Kim. Hey, what's yeah. good? He's here all the way from Tampa, Florida, by way of Atlanta. Uh, how are you feeling? How you like your first three hours in New York? Uh, I just ate some lamb over rice mm-hmm. and, uh, what was it? Chopped cheese. Chopped cheese. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Need more of that uh, in Atlanta. For yeah, sure. for sure, for sure. That gets that A plus. Are there like foods like that in Atlanta that we just don't know about? I oh, like I bet, I bet. Are there? I mean, have you have you explored the local food scene like late night at least? <laughs> I mean, not really. Broke broke college kids. Yeah. Just get the Domino's. Yeah, that's, sure. that's true. And those unlimited swipes that. And the unlimited swipes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you ever go to Depot? No. Do you ever Depot. go to Depot? There's a spot in Chicago, super late night. And it was like the few times, I think it was when like Ryan actually had a car and we would drive there and it's, there's literally like three things on the menu. It was like fries, hot dog, burger. I did go there. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And it was like some of the greasiest (laughs) shit that you've ever eaten, but it was just like perfect for what that, what you needed. See, that's what I loved about Chicago's like late night food. Everything was super, super cheap. Like they weren't trying to screw you over. It was like, oh, you want a burger? hot dogs, you can't charge much for a fucking, it's a hot dog. Well, in Chicago, you can. I mean, in Atlanta, they'll rape you on prices. Yeah. How much? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It's just very expensive. It's just too much. He, <laughs> he doesn't want to. He doesn't yeah. want to remember. Look at I never want to see this again. <laughs> now that was a good spot because just because I know it was like maybe fifty cents. Yeah. For fries and then like a yeah, dollar yeah. for a hot yeah, dog exactly. and a dollar fifty cheap. for a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty mean. They're like one of those spots where the, all the servers are just angry. Yeah, I mean, they were working there at 3 o'clock in yeah, the morning in yeah. Southside Chicago. Yeah, I think it's 24 hours. Yeah, I would be a little mean, too. Yeah. I would be a little mean. What do you call it? Also, also that uh, spot in uh, Chinatown where you get, like, I guess, pots or dumplings or pot stickers were super yeah, cheap. to Chinatown, Chicago. No, no, I'm talking about New York. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about Chinatown, oh, New York. Is it Wohop? You're talking about the 24-hour spot? Yeah. Yeah, you walk downstairs? No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. This one... Is like you just walk, you walk in, and everything is extremely cheap, and you could have to use you take it up to like twenty dollars to use your card. Yeah, you know, and it takes like five people ordering at the same time to get it up to twenty dollars. It's amazing cheap. Let's, uh, let's also scratch from the record the the expensive varsity. I remember I got it. Oh, yeah. I got it from an airport, so that might have something to do. With oh, okay. uh, looking at the prices now, it actually was very reasonable. We <laughs> at the varsity in Atlanta. <laughs> Doing a <laughs> Varsity, uh, we're still looking for sponsorships. Uh, <laughs> accept this apology. Yes, 4080 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Spell out 4080. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so this is Sixth Period uh, with our special guest, Kevin. 
Uh, so Kevin's first guest. Yeah, first Ooh. the inaugural guest. Yeah, the pressure's on. Yes, it is, dude. Yes, it is. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Kevin. Yeah. So uh, I grew up, born and raised in Tampa, Florida. Not much to do in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, went up to ATL for college. Had a great first year, uh, studying uh, business. So pretty pretty far removed from from hip hop and a lot of pop culture this year but thankfully just being in Atlanta listening to uh, all the new music has really been keeping me in it while I've been focusing on other things so uh, I've been out of the loop in terms of other parts of hip-hop and the culture but um, so you're gonna to be hearing a ton from Kevin today yeah, yeah I guess so but uh, <laughs> so who, so who's on your playlist still though your studying playlist uh, to be honest uh, Post Malone's beer bongs and Bentley's has been on repeat nah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> during the final season. You're in your feels a little bit. You just want to listen to the same song for about Dude, an hour. Yeah. It it hits emotionally. <clears throat> I feel like so many different spots for like teenagers mm-hmm. and like yeah. not teenagers so much, but like young adults. Yeah. And it's like it's it's pop music. It's hip hop. It's like it, the soulful it, part of country music in a sense. Because like Post Malone is not a great singer, right? No, no. But no. like he he knows his way around a melody and like he's his voice s- is interesting enough. He's actually I would say he's pretty solid of a crooner. Yeah. He's much better a crooner than he is a yeah. singer. I think there like is a he, difference. When he sang yeah. Return of the Mac, like that was actually not that was pretty decent. He sang Return of the Mac. Yeah. At at um at mm-hmm. Seth Meyers um Laffer Hilarity for Charity, I think. He sang Yeah Return of the Mac. Yeah. It was pretty good. He was like they have always a musical guest and they perform one cover I think at the end and he did Return of the Mac. Yes. He also uh, he came to my college for in the fall for Homecoming and he he performed a Nirvana He's cover. Good. It was pretty good. Yeah. His live show was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Let's return back. He went back. He he performed <laughs> Return of the Mac. He did live with <laughs> Oh my God. All right. Yeah. I mean I I haven't really given that album a listen yet just yeah. because of just. The insane amount of music that's constantly dropping. I mean, yeah. every week there's like four or five, uh, especially this week. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, anybody else in your playlist? Uh, I've just been listening to some new stuff, and not necessarily that I like it, but just been the most recent stuff that I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, Shrem's new album. Mm. Uh, I recently listened to Beach House Three Ty Dolla Signs album and uh, Playboy Cardi's new album. Time and also it. LOD designer's new album. Oh, I, yeah. I won't say that I, I like it too much, but I mean, yeah, it's why don't why don't you like it? I I think it's it's better than New English, but just like a lot of his songs, they're they're so repetitive. Yeah, and they're just very forgettable. But it's not like when you go to the gym or something, and you're working out, you just like turn it on, yeah. and you just turn your brain off. It's it's nice to listen to. Okay, nice of that crop. Besides for Post Malone, is any of them stand out, or is it just Post Malone? Uh, just Post Malone. Okay. And in terms of a full album that I'll just listen to on repeat, uh, besides songs I'll just like throw into a playlist or something. Oh, that's good. That's what's up. Yeah. So how do you feel like this guy over here, uh, your brother, Brian Hahn, likes yeah. to describe a lot of music as college music or college rappers? <laughs> in a sense, though, what he's describing is that they're not yet fully graduated from uh, almost like, I guess, the idealistic type of rap. You, you describe it, because you use it way more often than I do. Um, so for me, like, when I was in college, like, definitely, like, the blog, hip-hop blogger was really big. 
and like at that time it was like Big Sean, Asher Roth, like cool kids, um, Sean Christopher, like all these guys who are starting to build up a name. <clears throat> Some of these guys just like their punchlines were like corny enough to work at parties where you like quote them and shit. But like they would never get deep into metaphors or storytelling or whatever. And some of them just I felt like continued to do that after I graduated and I was adult, like and you, you kinda grow with these artists, right? But some of these artists don't mature from that. So like some of these artists like Lil Dicky's like a college rapper to me, in <laughs> yeah. a sense. So like that's how I figure I, I label like college rappers. But I don't know where you're gonna go with that. So I pose this question to you. That's his definition as a postgraduate, uh now no now jaded with the world description yeah. of college rap is there a description of high school rap that you have is there anything that you look at that's like mm, this is still not just the rap for me of high school rap yeah i feel like it blends together with college rap mm. yeah in the sense that it, it is a lot of just you're at a party and you hear those one-liners like when god's clan turns on at a party you know yeah. everyone's screaming it's it's yeah. the same in high school and in college like, yeah it's not too much difference i feel well, I mean, Drake is, like, that guy that transcends everything. <laughs> yeah. Even though, like, you know, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but I know every single one of those quotables just because I have to. Because, like you said, you know, yeah. they're going to be screamed at every party yeah, right. regardless. Uh, so I was more like, because I think there is, like, a little bit of a difference, even though you're younger, so you would yeah. know better. You're more of an expert on what the young kids are doing nowadays yeah. than I am. <laughs> well, well, even... Even in college, it's it's weird. A lot of the songs at parties, it'll it'll be mostly like quote unquote old music, but it's the same. Well, in my experience, it's a lot of the same music. You'll hear uh, even alternative rock. Like of course, you're hearing um, Mr. Brightside and, and like very generic songs like that. But in terms of hip hop, you're hearing the same songs that uh, you would have heard even in high school. Like you'll hear some of Big Sean songs mm -hmm. like. Uh, like ass and like click and stuff like yeah. that that still comes on and it is a lot of the same no yeah. little peep because I was always people yeah, always say like little peep is like hella like kids in high school you know, they relate to little peep little peep yeah maybe yeah. not all but I see yeah. like because like the same kids that would have been into like uh, good Charlotte or whatever like they needed that like that emo shit kind of good Charlotte is one of the greatest American bands know, of all time I know I know do not besmirch right. the name of good Charlotte Thank you very much. But are you a Lil Peep fan? Or, I guess... Uh, not really. I mean, I haven't even heard his music, but from what I've heard, it's, it's not something that I'm into. Okay. Oh, that's fair enough. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> Become a Lil Peep. He's still, he's still Kevin signing off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go do better. <laughs> I have to go do better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this moment could have been brought by MailChimp. MailChimp hollered at us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well... Let's get into like some of the non Kevin centric topics, uh, <laughs> uh, and that's mostly. Let's get into. Well, what do you want to get into? I always start it. You yeah, start I it. mean, you do a great job of doing it, so I, oh. I figure I just kind of put that on you. All right, so let's start with the biggest thing that's happened this week, and that's obviously Spotify removing um, oh, yeah. R. Kelly and XXS Tension. Yeah. Uh, from their algorithms and their official playlists. Yeah. I don't know if I... It's, I shouldn't say the biggest thing that happened this week, but it's definitely one of the uh, bigger news one items. more, like, monumental things that happened that's going to, like, lead to a lot of other big changes, probably. I mean, it, it has to. Yeah. Uh, it's... What, how do you feel about it? I, I Have you heard about this? 
I'm not, no. So I heard about the R. Just, Kelly. I didn't know about XXX. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. they Same created band. this new policy where if they feel like they're an artist that even outside of their music does things that are hateful or hurtful towards a certain group of people, then they will no longer promote their music on like their uh, playlists that they create and like it won't appear on like an algorithm mm-hmm. uh, based on other music that you're listening to. Wow. So their music's still there, it's just not promoted okay. in the same way as other songs. Yeah. And they've they've named two artists so far, R. Kelly and Triple X, Ten Thousand Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, to me, like when this happened, I was just like, why is this happening now? Mm-hmm. And it's like so weird because no one was pressuring them. Like, yes, this is in the news constantly, but no one's like, hey, Spotify, why aren't you guys banning like these artists? And when, whenever people would say that too, I feel like they would be like, not just R. Kelly, but there's a bunch of people that you need to fucking ban as well, or at least do something. And it was just, and it's such a loosely worded um, policy, I guess, that they've created too. Yeah, I, that that question of why now? I mean, I know why now. It's just because the Me Too movement is getting big, and you know, thank God, right? Because some you know people need to be accountable. It's about to happen. Exactly, but I don't know if anybody was suggesting this move. Yeah. To be the move Spotify had to make, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? It's almost inconsequential. All the all the money that Triple X Tension and R. Kelly was gonna make from Spotify have been not all of it's been made, but like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah, like it's their if fans you that it, are searching them out. Exactly. I know. Like uh, who doesn't know about R. Kelly and Triple X? Like, yes, there are kids, but like Like you think taking ignition remix off your party nineties fucking yeah, playlist right. is gonna make ignition not the most played party songs. Yeah, that's yeah. still yeah. being played at college parties, I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> gonna be played until the end of time. That's gonna be Are played. they still playing Kanye songs at parties? And do kids react to that? Uh not as much yeah, not as much. They don't play as many Kanye yeah. songs. Bro, I was told last week to turn off a Kanye track. Word. And it wasn't even a Kanye track. I think it was like he was featured on it yeah. and when he started rapping, someone was like, Yo, can you turn this off? Where was this? Wow. It was at a party. Wow. At a party, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> that makes me wonder then, because we were saying like how like when he drops his album, like people are just gonna forget. And no, I don't, I, no, we didn't say they're gonna forget. I said everybody's gonna listen to it. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, and everybody else is still gonna listen yeah, to yeah. it. I mean, freaking uh, lift yourself charted. So yeah. I mean, and that's bigger deep boot. Yeah, that beats. Does hot. that get played at parties? Bang- no, it does not get played oh, okay. at parties, but it's a banger nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the Spotify thing, I, I do think. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Um, and as much as I hate Triple X Tentacion, especially his name because it's yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think that his point being, if you're gonna do this to me, here's a list of people you should also do it to. Yeah. Names that include, you know, John Lennon, Michael Jackson, uh, you know, uh, some big names that you know Spotify is not gonna have playlists if they have to cut these guys. Like if they cut off both R. Kelly and Michael Jackson your parties like playlist, that's gonna be pretty tough. Uh, you're gonna have to cut off the Beatles for your, like your classic rock because John Lennon and Paul McCartney were doing dirt. That's gonna be rough. So like, where they draw the line is gonna be really important. And there's already been groups coming out saying like we want all X number of these guys all cut. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna draw any more lines because they're probably too scared. They're just gonna like maybe come up with a list. Or like one at a time. I don't even know. Like, are we expecting a new list, or it's just gonna be like one at a time? You know. That's why I think the, their best move is to allow, is to say like, hey, we're not gonna promote people that we deem problematic, uh, 
but to come out with a clear and concise definition of what they're looking for, where the quality is, and to also allow users to say, I don't want this person themselves banned. Right. You know, self banning, if they, you know what I'm saying? That's probably their best bet, but if they're going to like rely on the public and the, the mob kind of mentality of like who we want not to be promoted or who we deem not worthy to be promoted by Spotify, then that's going to be, that's going to probably lead to a little rougher, a rough spot for a lot of people. And yeah. you don't, and there's no idea, you have no idea where it's going to end. Uh, I wonder if this is going to affect Spotify like stock. What do you think? Uh, I actually haven't been following the, the Spotify stock, but I just know that uh, after the IPO, it's been going through a lot of like volatility. It's been going up and down. Yeah, that's probably won't help. Yeah, definitely. This was probably made to help with that side of things. You know, the board of directors are like, hey, what are we going to do? This Me Too movement is happening. Can we capitalize in this, on this in any way? Yeah. Is there a way that we could position ourselves to be ahead of everybody else? They did. They have positioned themselves further ahead of it's both just, Apple and I mean, Tidal. Even in the, the press Google. release or whatever, they said they'd be meeting with all these organizations mm-hmm. like that defend a bunch of minorities. And how can you make such a stupid mistake like that if you're meeting with that many people? It's just like, it's... it's I'm so confused by this move. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an odd choice, an odd time to do it with really no clear definition and no clear reason why they did it yeah. other than they wanted to become a part of this bigger co- to- uh, conversation, which kudos to them. But I think yeah. they just opened a can of worms and or Pandora's box. Yeah. I'm just thinking if this is going to stop, there's just, it's still not going to even solve the problem that like all of this causes like mental health and like artists. And well, I mean, this actually doesn't help with anything, yeah. To, to me, to be perfectly honest, I'm I mean, just trying to think of some good that's gonna come out of this. Basically, I can't really think of much. It's Spotify. <clears throat> like, when people really looking towards Spotify, like, hmm, I wonder what Spotify is gonna do for the Me Too movement. I don't know. I guess taking away some of their money might be a good idea, but other than that, yeah, I don't really see it being that big of a deal. Anyway, yeah, but uh, if you want to talk about people that will probably be banned by Spotify in the future. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about this. This just came out last night and it's extremely confusing. Yeah. Very convoluted. Yeah. Which makes the drama so much more juicier. Yeah. But actually disgusting because of what is being alleged. Uh, last night uh, or Monday night, Takashi69, a.k.a. Yeah. the guy who pleaded guilty to inappropriate acts yeah. with a minor, um, came out and said, "I one of your guys' favorite rappers was messing with a thirteen-year-old." Now it came out that that favorite rapper was Trippy Red, of a whole bunch of different song fames. Yeah, he's rising. He's coming out of uh, Ohio, right? Cincinnati or some of that. Yeah, somewhere in the Midwest, I think. Yeah, because he's beefing with Columbus. I think he's beefing with Lil Bow Wow okay. over who runs Columbus, Ohio. Wow. A title nobody wants, and a title that's and a title yeah. that's and a title that's already I mean, owned ever, yeah. by LeBron James. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, well, it came out that Trippy Red was the guy that he was talking about, and this thirteen-year-old happened to be Bad Baby of Catch Me Out Catch Me Outside yeah. fame, oh. and oh. a rap 
rapper rapping thing. Wait, I think I heard about this. Didn't she say that that didn't happen though? But she said they like hooked up or something, but they didn't have sex. Yes. Yeah. And they did that last year when Trippy Road was seventeen and she was fourteen. Yeah. Still a little creepy. Yeah. But technically, I guess in Does that, that legal or gray area, I don't. That's weird. Yeah, it's still gross. So she said that they made out for hours. For hours. So I imagine that he should have been the third verse on Lockjaw with Kodak yeah. Black in front right, of Montana. Right, right. Uh, but so that came out, and actually Takashi was like, "It's Bad Baby," and then Bad Baby responded and said, "Yeah, I messed Weren't with him." Weren't they beefing already, like Bad Baby and Takashi? Like, is this him just trying to like? Well, then they got on like Facebook chat live. Like, no, they got on some like. Instagram live they got yeah. together like yeah. split screen or yeah. and they were both just discussing it just like yeah you know I'm hooked up with him blah blah, blah. and then she like like two or three weeks ago yeah. on her snapchat had him had uh, Trippy Red like in her bed yeah so dude this is so weird that this is like this is this is this is your new rap beefs we went from we don't we don't want to kill each other now we're like sleeping with kids yeah and who knows who's sleeping with kids? I don't know about this, about like with these children, like, bro. I just had to, I had to get this out. I had to tell somebody that I read up on so much fucking trippy red <laughs> drama. Yeah. All right, and it was gonna be you. Yeah. Honestly, the man looks like a goblin. Dude, he's one of the yeah. ugliest human beings. I thought yeah. we, I thought we hit peak ugliness at Kodak Black because he looks like ugly burnt. Yeah. But then, if you take ugly and you put it like... It's like a black gremlin. Yeah, if you, you take ugly and you put it in a cave, yeah. and you don't let it to come out to see the sun, you get yeah. trippy red. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Just rots into a trippy red. Mm-hmm. And Takashi is a father, which is really weird. He has a little, uh, little daughter. Yeah. His daughter has a father with a 69 tat on her face. <laughs> you know? I wonder if their kids will like look at these guys and just be like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do next year. I'm gonna look like that shit. They're gonna be the punks of yeah. future generations. The way that people like in the eighties and nineties were looking at the sex pistols yeah, and yeah. you know the Ramones is all oh, man and they were they were. Well, I haven't seen any kids really with like the rainbow hair. Well I'm still still you're still young. Yeah. Give it ten more years. Yeah. Give it ten more years. If they're still yeah, active. That's scary. Dude. Hey, it's bound to happen. We've had worse role models. How old is Trivia Red right now? 19. Okay. Either 18 or 19, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, right? He always looks fucked up, too. Bro, they're all fucked up. Apparently him and, like, Amber Rose were, like, smoking cigarettes or something together. I don't even know. I'm mad that I know that. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> isn't, didn't, isn't Black China having, what, YBN... Some YBN kids, yeah. kid. Namir old or Almighty or whatever. Yeah, YBN Almighty. I don't know. Maybe, sure. I hope it's a healthy baby. No, I, it is gonna be healthy. Yeah. That's the problem. No, I'm just. <laughs> no, I hope the best for both of them. I guess. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. And if we're gonna continue talking about. You know, SoundCloud rappers, we have to talk about Celine Dion's son, which yeah. is a sentence you probably never thought you were going to no, hear. No, no one was expecting that. That transition. See, this is why this is the best episode yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just take you on these plot twists that you weren't even expecting. It's you probably really, better than any Netflix show you watch right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Celine Dion's son is a charting SoundCloud rapper. And, like, 
the fact that this I got this story from Noisy just tells you the level of journalism that Noisy is willing to go for to us, the lengths. Like, how did they, how did they keep track of this shit? Bro, maybe. because he just made an account. I feel like like only six months or six. Weeks if it's ago. if it charted, then they're good. Yeah, you know, because they could just look at the chart and be like, okay, this person, this who's this guy? And then someone happened, but nowhere on his page does it say that like Celine Dion is related to him. I don't. I didn't, I thought she only had one child. I thought she had the. Uh, is she the one who has the son? Uh, yeah, the son that came out trans. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, I don't know if it was Celine Dion or another famous singer. Magic Johnson. Did did he also? Or his son is gay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, not not him. Okay. Um, no, there was somebody that had a, a daughter that came out as trans, and now she, uh, he's a man. Gotcha. Um, yeah, this is so random. It's not good. Well, it's it's not the first time a famous person. Tom Hanks' son also raps. Yes, too. Tom Hanks, Tommy Hilfiger's son wrote rap for oh, a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. and it was like really bigged up on Ill Roots for some reason. Ill Roots like loved him. Ill Roots is weird like that. Yeah, uh, Celine Dion now. I mean, the only person that'd be really weird that would be shocked is if Roseanne's son came out with a rap album. Yeah, that's like the, that. If Roseanne's son came out with the Ill rap. Some um, like some fucking yellow wolf with like yeah. just super something but like super racist. It's like, yo, this is hard, but like damn, I hate people. Color now a lot. I don't know why, but I feel like male side is happening and I need to protect myself yeah. and my women. <laughs> yeah, that's that'd probably be the worst. Uh so Celine Dion's son is dropping tracks on SoundCloud. Hundreds of thousands of plays. Really? Hundreds of I think, well, at least one song has, like, over 100,000 plays. What's this called? Um, Catwalks. It's a, it's a remix. He um, he sampled a beat, uh, a weekend song. You know what he needs to remix? What's that? My Life Goes On. Mm. Or oh, My Heart Goes On. It's My Heart Goes yeah, On. Yeah, yeah. The Titanic song. Yeah, yeah. The greatest song too, of all time. Is that too soon, though? Like, in his career? Like, does he want to... Get it out early. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. that out yeah, early. Bring it out early. Yeah. And then the come obvious. back. Boom, done. Okay. I did that shit. Yeah, great minds, dude. Just Yo, get it out really PS4 early. PS4080, we're also a management company. Exactly. Holla at us. <laughs> get it out early. PS4080 at gmail.com. Spell out 4080. I gotta say it every time. <laughs> I, now I need to get you an air horn. Um, we have one. It just doesn't work anymore. No, no, and it sounds disgusting on, on the mics. All right, all right. All right. Uh, so he drops songs on SoundCloud, and apparently now Andre 3000 drops songs on SoundCloud. Yeah, I saw someone tweet. I think maybe it may have been Alex, but he was like, um, Andre 3000 is a SoundCloud rapper now. Yeah. Like, it's a very SoundCloud he's not, he's not even a SoundCloud rapper. He's a SoundCloud... Artiste. Bass clarinetist. Yeah. I don't even know what he calls somebody that plays a clarinet. Yeah. Uh, what would you think of the two part? I was like, this is cool. This is... I'm happy for him because this is what I feel like he's been wanting to do for a while is just, like, do different shit. Mm-hmm. And if he's happy doing it, then that's great. Because then I think this will eventually help him ease into actually rapping again. Mm-hmm. So it's like you let Jordan go play baseball. Like let him get it out of the system. He'll come back, win another championship for you, whatever. Well, you let Jordan play baseball because he has a gambling addiction. Oh, uh, <laughs> And he has to pay back a lot of money. Right. But to me, honestly, I'm happy that he's dealing with what he's going through yeah, uh, and just being a child with no parent or a child that uh, whose parents passed. Yeah. Um, but the music was bad. 
Uh, the music was yeah. categorically yeah. disappointing in every yeah. shape form. I'm, I'm wondering um, if anyone actually evaluated the music for its like musicality, like, or everyone was just like, "Oh, this is sweet." Yeah, no, no. I think people he he's afforded that, right? Yeah, he is afforded that because he's yeah. under fucking three thousand. He made pro. So you think he shouldn't have put it up? Uh. Yeah, I actually do think he yeah. shouldn't have put it up. I mean, the p- both pianists that played, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, great guys on the keys. Yeah, him, him, like James him Blake. rapping. Well, James Blake did one. He did the oh, longer okay. one, and some uh, another guy did. Okay. I forgot what that guy's name is on the shorter of the songs. Right. Um. They were great. Yeah. I do not want to hear Andre 3000 play a woodwind instrument ever again. I'm curious how long he's been playing. Not long. Yeah, you don't Clearly. think so? Maybe. I, I, I don't yeah. want to, you know. Well, actually, maybe, he's always maybe. been a multi-instrumentalist, right? Yeah. Technically. I mean, that show that he had on uh, Nickelodeon the, when he was a cartoon music teacher. Do you remember that? Cartoon Network. Oh, show. Yeah, 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 Class yeah. 3000. That yeah, was my yeah, show. Yeah. Yes. Do not have me. <laughs> when yeah. he had that. I never watched that. Oh, that. dude, you missed out. They yeah. had some, they some fire. They had yeah. some dope shit. Were there other rappers on, like, who do cameos or whatever? I don't like, know. Voice? I wasn't. This, that's a question for Kevin. Yeah, do you I, remember? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't Kevin. remember at all. <laughs> Useless. It was God, a good show. Dude. That's all I remember. All right. It was. It was a good show. But I remember he was, like, a music teacher that played a whole bunch of instruments and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's been, like, always playing it. Right. I just know when he was performing on this track, it wasn't good. Yeah. It I'm not going to go see him at Lincoln Hall. Oh, hell fucking no. No. I wouldn't see him at an open mic night, dude. If right. he's playing, f- well, I would go to see because it's Andre 2000, but yeah. you know, I'll be yelling prototype yeah. all night, yeah, to right. annoy him. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's very interesting, like what, because he he's got a lot on his plate. Creatively, he has a lot to do. He's like, doesn't he? He's re he's bringing back Tree Torn, which is like his shoe company. Hmm. This was like news months ago. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen, but they said he was gonna do it. He's been working with, um, I'm sure still, uh, what was that group? With Icy Twat and Silk Money. And oh, uh. I forgot their name. Uh, they had a song, December. Yeah, Sim, uh, December. Uh, Divine Council. Yes. So Divine he's been working Council. with Divine Council. Um, he's. What else is he doing? I feel like he's working on a film, maybe? And. Yeah, now and he's supposed he's to be also be technically working on the album, I think. Uh, maybe, and possibly. He's, he's always been the creative director of like Gillette and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's just go back to rapping, Andre. No, see that's the thing. Like he doesn't <laughs> like it. Like he doesn't want to. He said he doesn't want to continue yeah, rapping. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's gonna be a rapper after thirty. I still say fuck that. Go back to rapping. Yeah. But if you're gonna do other stuff, let it be musically solid. Yeah. Than, or at least more musically solid than this, especially the way that fucking Erica Badu was hyping this shit up. And it was yeah. like, yo, oh my God. I was like, yo, I'm about to go listen to some like deep shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to listen to like, you know, uh, Jay Electronica, that album he has, where he just does the Beautiful Mind, uh, Spotless Mind, Spotless Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when he did that whole soundtrack, he just rapped on top of that. That's what, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be something like that. Mm-hmm. It was literally three minutes of Andre rapping okay mm-hmm. uh, with like deep message yes it was sweet and everything yeah, yeah. but it was like 17 minutes of just really bad solos yeah. and I was like I don't want this yeah. I don't need this it's Mother's Day Yeah, I'm living life with my mom's right yeah. now it's not the mood I need to be in exactly I understand why what he was going through but right. nah I'm okay right. I'll pass right. um, if he doesn't want to continue rapping though yes he could follow what another group 
who still do rap, but apparently don't want to rap anymore, and that's Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna rewrap Thirty Six Chambers, but with yeah, a twist. it's weird. Well, I don't know how much they had a say in that. I think it was more just Steve Rifkin, because hmm. he's like bringing, um, was it Rush or No Loud? I think it's Loud does, Records. Does he like have like the masters or something? Why is he making these decisions? Yeah, Loud Records. Oh, I mean, yeah, in a sense, I think I think he does, or maybe he does. Was he? Did he own Tommy Boy? Um, I don't know about Tommy Boy, oh. but he he was running Loud Records, okay. like uh, when they first signed Wu Tang, and then like. It's their 25th anniversary coming up for Enter the Enter the Wu Tang, and they're gonna get nine new rappers, uh, who are I guess current mm-hmm. or popular now, and new. basically rebuild the Wu Tang, which is weird because like they didn't like Wu Tang Clan was a, a very organic like family friends type mm-hmm. shit like they didn't put that shit together. I think it's one of the bad ideas of like the generation right now. Yeah. Why do that? Yeah. Who cares about, like I? The reason that Thirty Six Chambers is so good is because of the rappers that are on it. Yeah. RZA, like you said, like the friends and family, like they yeah. all knew each other. They all fed off each other's energy. Yeah. Like these nine new rappers, just because they have these beats, like they're gonna try to emulate all these other rappers. So what's the yeah. point? Just get the same nine, get them together, and do like seventy two chambers or something. It's, it's like basically that. a cool idea, and like I hope they market it in a sense that like we're not trying to make Wu Tang, but like maybe pay honor or homage to them by like getting just sick lyricists or whatever but it's there are so many things that have to go right to make this so good like if you're gonna get nine popular rappers now like to get them all in the studio and like work on this for a while like give it the amount of time it deserves the chances are so slim quick question who are these nine yeah that's a good question I know J.I.D. is gonna be one of them because Method loves J.I.D. so he's yeah he loves J.I.D. I mean that would be dope yeah I guess if Wu-Tang had a say that'd be dope too but I, that's kind of tough to get nine rappers, yeah. man. That's going to be tough. I'd love to be in that room to hear those conversations. I'd be scared to be in those rooms because the of them seem like they're very strong yeah. personalities. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why they don't continue making music in the same organic way. Yeah. Because the natural way Rizzo's for them is so caught up in his disaster. In himself. Yeah. And what he thinks Wu Tang should sound like. And he's not willing to change. Yep. Yeah, it worked for a while. Yeah. When hip hop was sounding like Wu Tang, but yeah. now it's moved. He doesn't want to move with it. And some of the best Wu Tang albums haven't been with him on it. So, yeah. I mean, I think he should probably take note of that. But. I mean, uh, what, what rappers would you want to put on there? None. Uh, <laughs> RZA, Raekwon, Ghostface. Yeah, if you're a Wu Tang, if we could get a new Wu Tang. Like, yeah, we still need to hear the, that Shaolin album. Yeah, the, what are you doing, American Gov- American government? What are you doing? Yeah, what the what, fuck? What, what, what the fuck are you Isn't doing? The FBI on that shit? I think so. I think so. I, I don't know. Were, like the CIA or someone was actually researching that. Uh, before we go into the albums and everything, yeah, and uh, we have to talk about this. Euro chance. Free Euro's album. Yes. Free Euro's album. Free Euro's album. We have. Apparently, he was seen at Club Live or Live or whatever in Miami. Uh, was he recording music or was he with Lil Baby? I mean, out? I hope he there was a studio that he was, that was like, oh yeah, I saw, uh, you know, he was in the studio at live, like, <laughs> you know, just yeah. that's what people do, right? Yeah. That's yeah. I always go to a club to work. Public signings are good, though. That exactly, means he might have music on the way. It's I mean, just, he's never been like a hostage. No, <laughs> right? I hope not. He's never been like actually 
in jail right. during his whole free right, thing. Right. But right. yes, I, I'm glad You're that he's he's breathing. Yes, uh, and that he's been seen in public. Anyway, and he hasn't joined uh, a death cult of some kind. Yeah, um, we have to talk about this chance thing. Okay, uh, what is this chance thing? That he well he earned an honorary oh, doctor. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah. Did you see this? No, I did not. So he gave um, <laughs> the the graduation speech at Dillard's, which is a an HBCU, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know HBCUs, right? Historically black college or university. You cannot okay. be in Atlanta and not know what yeah. HBCU is. Are there a ton in Atlanta? You're, it's the capital of HBCUs. Yeah. So it's like there's there's a handful of, of colleges and universities in America that like when you get your car been black drive or, down to freaking Spelman, in Clark Atlanta, and Morehouse. Right? In Morehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know they were called HBCUs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he gave a, a graduation speech there, and he essentially was saying that. We shouldn't look at our role models as these unreachable, unattainable examples of what they do, but like we should look at that as inspiration and be better than them and don't be afraid of them. And he basically then said that Michael Jackson is no longer his favorite or he thinks is the best live performer ever or artist. He thinks Beyonce is. Okay. And I could when I, when I was watching it, I saw like most parents' reactions. None of them are really feeling it. Yeah. It's just some of the students were like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm cool with that. And then like the other half of the students were like, what? Yeah. And the parents were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I totally get it. And it's like, <clears throat> he made a good point. He made a lot of good points. But it's also just like, I don't know. It still felt weird to me. Uh, I wholeheartedly disagree. Yeah, disagree. I disagree. Like, there's I absolutely just, yeah. no way. I mean, well, let me not say there's absolutely no way. Beyonce is in the pantheon, like pantheon of great performers. Yeah. Beyonce is like obviously she's up there. there. Exactly, like she's gonna be in the Mount Rushmore of that kind of stuff. But Michael Jackson took it to a whole other level. The level you see Beyonce doing it, she owes a little bit to Michael Jackson. The same way all these artists owe it to Michael Jackson. Yeah. And all these artists owe it to Prince, and all of them owe it to Janet, James and all Brown. of them owe it yeah. James. Ra- like all of them owe it to this. So like really, it's a matter of personal opinion. Yeah. At the end of the day. But I personally do not believe Beyonce is a better live performer. I think her show, he technically uh, yeah. might be better than a Michael Jackson show. But as a performance, like just him solo, like I, I would oh, I so I would sooner watch Michael Jackson solo do his thing yeah. than I would Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce's uh, Beachella thing was obviously like Michael never had a platform like that. Come on now. It, it still comes down to personal preference because, like, are you looking for, like, what Beyonce packed into that live show at Coachella, like, touched on a lot of different things that I feel like now is important because you black people want to see that shit, mm-hmm. like, the the whole African-American anthem, like, mm-hmm. that's so important now than, like, even if Michael Jackson did, I think it's more important or influ- impactful now, basically. Yeah. So it's like when you see a Michael Jackson performance, though, like, there's still, like, like there's like a plot to it too yeah. sometimes or it's just like spectacular pyrotechnics and him just the, dancing the like, crazy thing is and i saw somebody want in the show so somebody said it today like all like michael jackson is one of the reasons if not the major reason that black people got on mtv yeah because oh, his yeah. music was undeniable and they had to play it right michael jackson was one of the first black artists to perform at the super bowl yeah right like it's everything that he did is almost downplayed because of the craziness that comes with Michael Jackson yeah. and the 
the vitiligo, the alleged vitiligo, alleged child molestation, all, all that kind of stuff is like a package deal. We look at Michael Jackson, but when you look at the impact and impact and influence of just the music and the way he performed, it's undeniable that he's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. I mean, dude, you could put on Thriller like, right now. And like people if, go crazy. it's like if if they were both performing like now. Beyonce would be the opener. Beyonce would be the opener. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, I, I think people don't really understand the impact, or like yeah. they haven't probably studied him as much as they should. Bro used to throw his that. coat into the crowd, and rows of people would pass out. Yeah. As if he was Jesus. Right? That's insane. Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. And Beyonce's great, though. Let's not take anything away from no, her. No, she's, no. she's great. Like, she's amazing. They cello was necessary. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was like nobody. None of us knew how necessary Beethoven was going to be. Exactly. Yeah. And she hit it, and she hit it really well. Yeah. Uh, so not to take away from her, I just don't think that Michael Jackson. Has yeah, he should have used a different, better example. I don't know what the better example is. Probably Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion is probably the right one. Want to see for bets? Yeah. 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 All right, so uh, Kevin already told us what he is listening to. Yeah, uh, and that's that post Malone Malone album. What have you listened to? Um, there's this rapper from El Paso, Texas, Evander Grimm, and Grimm spelled with three eyes, which is really annoying. Yeah, that sounds um, really annoying. But yeah, that shit is live. Like mm. the production's really dope, and the lyrics aren't. It's not lyrical shit. It's just kind of like some party ignorant shit. Which is like I need that every once in a while, and, and it's he's. I think he also speaks Spanish, uh, every once in a while. That's dope. So like it's pretty dope. And then uh, there's a singer named Ray R A Y E. Uh, she's from London. She made kind of like a like a like Caribbean like Afro kind of R and B pop record. It's pretty dope. Yeah, been listening to that a lot. And of course, I've been listening to Currency. But besides that, uh, what percentage can, can we get a live update right now? Uh, no, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot get a live percentage. <laughs> okay. Don't ask. Don't tell. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I listened to uh, the the major albums that came out this week. Uh, Die Lit with Playboy Cardi. I I agree with Kevin actually. I think Die Lit was a little. Uh, because it was so long, it was better, definitely better than the first one. Yeah. But because it was so long, I think it's like 19 tracks on there. Mm-hmm. A lot of it started sounding samey, and I'm starting to understand. Like I'm starting to, um, I think, my appreciation for Pierre mm-hmm. has reached a peak, mm-hmm. and it's slowly coming down. Uh, his beats, after listening to 19 of them in a row, yeah, sound very similar. The drum patterns and the drum sounds. Are monotonous and they kind of kill me. Yeah. Uh, but he has some great ideas, like R.I.P. He's like such a great idea, and I'm mad that he didn't do that for all of them. Right. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, 19, it's been 19 tracks. Like yeah. if he if they would have had 10, it would have good. And I still don't like him as an artist. Like just cut Pierre out of every song that he's on. Yeah. He's not that great. But listen, keep doing you, bro. Um, I also listened to Beware of the Book of Eli, which is Ski Mask. So the slump got to put it wrong in our notes. I put slump yeah, yeah. Per, uh, That's much better than Dilate. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think like significantly better. Like uh, half of the tracks, even though they were already singles, he just comes with a weird and ener- like not a weird but like a very Floridian like energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like all those guys from the Smoke Perp camp and uh, all all those guys like they all come with like this like 
crazy high octane kind of vibe. Mm. Uh, and he has it in spades. Uh, and the last album that I listened to that wasn't a random 70s punk album was City Girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, City Girls is like a duo from, from Atlanta? Atlanta. I think they are. Yeah, they're a duo from Atlanta. And the whole thing is about pretty much getting your money as as fast as possible uh, and making sure that you only fuck rich niggas. Yeah. It's pretty much the entirety of their like their rap game. They're as like Trina as possible. Uh, it's really, it's dope. It's graphic. But yeah, a bit like some of the beats on there. Yeah, some of the beats are great. Uh, once again, another long album because of how many... Uh, yeah, I mean, they're part of, um, what's it called, Lil Yachty's management. Yeah, quality control. Yeah, QC, like, yeah, they, they do that to all the artists. Some of them were dope, some of the songs were a little, uh, sounds the same. Yeah. But Sweet Tooth is crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. If you think Cardi B gets graphic, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. City Girls takes that shit and then spins on it. Like, it's nothing to them. Uh... And I've listened to the Buzzcocks, which is like a 70s punk band. Okay. Just got into them. I don't know. For this week, I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to listen to like classic punk. Yeah. And Spotify's playlist yeah. uh, came in handy. Oh, and they sure. uh, I Like every single time Until they came they, on. Yeah, they decide that they've done something hateful. They're probably going to have to get kicked off. Yeah. I mean, every, they're not going to cut off the whole genre of punk. Yeah. Every single person here is problematic. Yeah. Including freaking Green Day. Uh, you got to go as well. Yeah. Uh, so, it, yeah, that really is. Uh, so, Kevin, did any last words? I'm very tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm so tired. Yep. But uh, <laughs> definitely grateful and appreciative to be featured on uh, Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me out. It's going to be a good week. It was yeah. a pleasure. It's going to be a good week. Ryan, as always. Yeah. Let them uh, know. PS4080, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple. Mm-hmm. I think we're on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, DeviantArt. Mm-hmm. Um, Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever cheap porn site you think is probably better than Pornhub, you know it probably isn't. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Mm-hmm. And Jace White, Tinder, mm-hmm. Tinder, oh definitely, Tinder. And Tinder. Def- oh yeah, super, super, we're super heavy on twin- Tinder, yeah, uh, and uh, you find us anywhere, yeah. find us in your local Amish market, we're there, <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> stupid. All right, magic on a Monday, you'll find us there too. Oh yes, you already know, With a single twenty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good one. One. When the day dies in my city and the sun sets in that ocean, that's the time I get coasted. PCH with the sunroof open. Kissing the curves, I'm in motion. Music is loud and I'm smoking. Way past Malibu, lost in space. When I get in my zone, I'll be ghosting.